0: Section 11 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 33, Number 2, January 11th, 1894. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The American Bee Journal, Volume 33, Number 2, January 11th, 1894, by various RANDOM STINGS From The Stinger Only a bee, only a bee, as it flew through the air And tried to hum the sweet elfin air. Only a bee, only a bee, and yet when it stings, The air with loud cries of pain loudly rings. Only a boy, only a boy, on mischief bent, Only a boy who was not content. Only a grave, only a grave on yonder hill contains a corpse both cold and still. The man who wrote that poem must have thought himself funny. To the stinger he was a, I don't think I shall say fool this time, but I hope the next time he tries his hand at rhyming, he will give us something with more sense in it. No bee has yet driven a boy into an untimely grave. The boy of these times cannot be killed so easily as the writer of those above lines would seem to imply. However, the stinger would say to all boys bent on teasing the bees, keep away from the dear little insects until after they are fed, or they might hurt you. In casually looking through the November number of the review, I saw the name of Mr. H. A. Birch mentioned along with that of James Hedden. I remember the time when the name of Mr. Birch figured quite prominently in the pages of our bee papers. It was he, I believe, who used to furnish the delightful series of Walks and Talks for the earlier volumes of the old Beekeepers magazine. These walks and talks, with some other articles that appeared in the magazine, gave it a tone that I do not find in any of the Bee publications of this later day, I am sorry to say. It seems that although we have some very good writers on apiculture, pure and simple, still we have none of those classic writers of a number of years ago my taste may be somewhat vitiated, and I am unable to recognize the beauty of style of the leaders in apiculture literature of the present time. If I remember correctly, it was the same James Hedden that I just referred to that found fault with the writings of those literary fellows. Yet, it is this same critic who has secured no less a writer than the Mr. Birch I have mentioned above to assist him in building up his Hedden's newspaper. While complimenting Mr. H. on his good taste in securing such an eminent writer as Mr. Birch, I must say that he was a little too severe on a class of writers who did much to make apiculture what it is today." It was such literary fellows as Langstroth and others who did much to give us some books on bees that rank high as literary productions. I am inclined to think that Mr. Hedden did not really intend to cast any reflection on writers like those I have been mentioning, but he wanted to head of such writers as the Rambler and the Synombulist. It was these and nothing more. The stinger is not very well disposed toward those people who have been running the agricultural experiment stations in the United States. He believes that these stations are, in the majority of cases, managed by persons who are not in all cases fitted for the places they are assigned to. There is a good deal of humbuggery about these matters. It is too often that they are used to give some political fellow a berth where he can draw down a good salary. What I would like to see is some way of making these stations more useful than they now are. Not all the men who are in charge of them are competent to fulfill the duties assigned them. A correspondent writes saying he was in hopes the stinger would be put into winter quarters and not taken out again until the spring. The stinger thanks the aforesaid correspondent, and would say that he regrets that the witless correspondent did not sign his name to the letter, that I might pay my respects to him in a way that would make him sorry for his impertinence. The stinger is not the kind of bear that has to seek some den during the winter months, nor is he exactly like the bee that has the misfortune of living in a cold clime. The stinger is out every day in the year, and if he does not come your way often, do not feel you have escaped a pestilence. It is generally the man with a guilty conscience that fears to have his misdeeds ventilated. A correspondent has written to me to know what he should do with his surplus honey. The way I do when there is any surplus honey in our house, after we have brought home a jar of honey, and it is not all consumed at the first meal, is to put it aside until the next meal, when the surplus will surely disappear. Never kick a hive of bees when you are down. Wait until you are up and can run away. Why is killing bees like a confession? Because you unbuzz em. End of Section 11.